Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. My fellow citizens of the world, ask not what America will do for you, but what together we can do for the freedom of man. John F. Kennedy, January 20th, 1961. Good evening, patriots. It's Monday, July 4th, at the end of July 4th. You guys are on July 5th already on the East Coast. Got a few fireworks still going, I hope. And it's going to carry on into the night. We've got fireworks just starting up here. We just are getting dark right now on the West Coast. Hey, by the way, for those of you on the East Coast, just thought I'd highlight this. Um, well, CERN's going to start tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Time portal time. And uh, if CERN works, well, uh, we're going to be in a different dimension or something. Or, or like the whole demons are going to come in here. So buckle up. I'm sure it's going to be all sorts of fun. I just listened to a video. Oh, before I get started, I do need to do that. Just remember MyPillow.com has got one of the best places in the world for sleeping products and your bedroom products. But this whole weekend, I've been pushing one particular offering that they have, which I find to be fan absolutely fantastic. And that's on the MyPillow.com forward slash Bards page. You scroll on down, and of course, your promo code is Bards, and there's all sorts of fantastic savings as you scroll down. So you're going to be like, eyes are going to be looking at the slippers, then you're going to be looking at the six-piece pillow set or the six-piece towel set, and then you're going to be looking at the my buy one get one free on the pillows you got to keep going but you're gonna you're gonna want to buy all this stuff but then you got to get down to the meat of this and it's the omen collection and what is the omen collection the omen declaration of independence and constitution set that's what you're trying to look for and it's fantastic you, you can look at all this other stuff too but this is really amazing this is a high definition lithographic reprint of the theater of theodore omen's original masterpiece which he first printed in 1942, which was at first he did the Declaration of Independence, and then in 1953 he did the U.S. Constitution. And these are lithographs of the original. They're beautiful. So each, each purchase gets a four lithograph prints. So you have two full-size versions, one each of the Declaration of Independence, one of the Constitution, and then one small size of the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. Every home needs to have one of these, especially in this day and age. A reminder of a few things. One, of the fantastic, incredible documents that our country is built upon. But also just the mastery of just looking at this work, and it was all handwritten. That's what's most amazing. Written with quill and ink originally, and that's what the lithographs have reproduced. So these are on sale, regular $99.90, now on sale for $69.93 with a promo code, your Bard's promo code, of course. And, of course, you can add that to your pillows and your sheets and your slippers, and your all-terrain, all-super-track slipper systems that they've got now, all this good stuff. But this is awesome. So check it out. Head on over to the Bards landing page. So it's MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Scroll on down till you see the Omen Declaration of Independence and U.S. Constitution set. Click on that. Everything you need to know right there. It's even got a video to go with it. You can tell you all sorts of history about it. Use your promo code Bards. And if you want to talk to a real Patriot counselor, a Patriot pillow counselor, then you need to head on over and your phone, pick it up, 
And there you're going to dial 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. You're going to talk to a Patriot Pillow counselor, and everybody's going to get you hooked up with your promo code BARDS. So remember, mypillow.com forward slash BARDS. Make sure and check out the Omen Declaration of Independence and U.S. Constitution set, and your promo code is BARDS. All right, Patriots. Well, I hope you had a great day. I know that we just finished cranking ice cream a little bit ago, which is totally awesome. And I had my first picking today, a pound and a half of fresh blueberries from the blueberry bushes that I planted last year. So that's a pretty good yield in one year for the first year. And there's still about another pound and a half to go this year. And that's, and that's five bushes. Only four yielded so far. The fifth one's ready to go. It's coming soon. And we had fresh strawberries from the strawberry patch that I planted last year. It's just cranking out this year. So that was fresh vanilla ice cream, hand cranked. And I love it because I hand cranked it with my dad. That's one of those things I've talked about that's just so awesome. One of these memories as you get older that you're going to have, even though you're not a kid anymore, it's just like you are a kid though. And it's so fantastic. And so we, we cranked the ice cream and then we, we couldn't wait, so we jumped right in and ate the ice cream with fresh blueberries and fresh strawberries from the garden. That is the best ever. And I can't think of a better way of celebrating Fourth of July and what our founding fathers were all about. Truly, a profound country in the history of humankind that these turd bags want to try to ruin. Now, there's a few things that have come up in the news that are probably worth mentioning. And one of them is actually from an account that has made some interesting predictions in the past. You'll find this post on the Bards FM site on Gab and on True Social. It's Entheos, which Entheos, if you haven't followed Entheos, Entheos predicted that Roe versus Wade would be rescinded in 2022, and they did that post in 2017. I don't know who these guys are, and they've done that about five times on some really wild predictions that have been dead on. But here's what's interesting. This post, and they were teasing this up, whoever Entheos is, they were teasing this up for like four days. And it started out with this question, which is nobody asked the question. This is what they posted. Why was Paul Pelosi driving drunk? What preceded the drinking? And then it just said Monday. So today they print, they posted this. Nancy Paul Nancy slash Paul Pelosi are dying. Nancy further along than Paul explains garbling in parentheses. Irreversible decline, deteriorating. We'll post in detail what we know. This is why they rushed to meet with Jorge, which I believe is the Pope. She's trying to learn Christianity dash cliff note version. She had believed incorrectly that communion protected her soul. She asked the Pope to forgive her sins completely wrong. His odd response overheard will share also. Paul mixed something called fenibut with alcohol. So I don't know what's up with that, but that's kind of, and fenibut's some sort of strange thing for anxiety the Russians use, and it's got a link to Ukraine. So go figure that one out. So all sorts of weird stuff is going on. Don't know what that's about, but 
And I, so this was my post on Gab and, and on True Social. And the part that I added to this was simply this, and I'll let you decide what you want to do. For your consideration, prayers or celebration, you choose. Yeah, don't know. You decide. I'm not getting involved in how you decide to handle this one. And I know already I'm going to get lectured because I was already lectured on the site today. You're like, how could you not pray to Jesus? And I'm like, I sure. Okay. I'll have my conversation with Jesus about this witch. But I'm not going to, I don't know yet. I'm still thinking about it. So when she's at the Pope trying to get saved, it's like, Nancy, you're at the wrong house. Go drop yourself in front of Jesus and beg for forgiveness, and then we'll talk. That might be a good start. Anyway, there's that's an interesting one. Here's another interesting report. This is a this comes from Heavy Duty Country on. This is on uh, YouTube. In fact, the the beginning of this is actually pretty good. I'm going to play the beginning of this because I kind of like the way he starts. So here we go. And then I'll get into what his actual report is. Welcome back, Dan HDC. You know, I don't check my messages on social media that much, but the other day I did, and somebody asked if we were giving a discount on our store for Pride Month. Oh, man. What is that? Okay, okay, before you get upset, do I need a whole month to celebrate that I'm a straight American guy? No, it's just what I am. If you want a discount, go to McDonald's or whoever celebrates whatever the hell y'all are celebrating. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, another nice two-way response to everything. McDonald's. I'll take a drive-thru. I'll take a Big Mac with an extra rainbow, please. Supersize that rainbow, would you? Oh, my goodness. But what's really interesting is what he talks about, and this is not the first report, and I the video is there so if you this is july 4th video so do check this out it's a good site anyway subscribe to it heavy duty country heavy duty country on youtube and it is crazy in fact it's probably worth playing part of this um yep it is i'm just going to go ahead and play about a good portion of this so you can hear what he's talking about and it's pretty crazy all right, everyone, we've got another breakdown of a really, really interesting criminal. If y'all remember a few months ago, there was a criminal in Houston who got shot in a shopping mall, right? Three, four times, laid down on the ground for a few minutes, then got up and just walked off like there was no problem. It's okay. Shoot me. I'm good. I got iron under here. Iron Man. Pretty sure that's what I titled the video. It happened again in Houston. Whatever kind of drugs y'all got out there, I mean, you're not super close to the border, I guess, like if they came through the Gulf of Mexico and went up to Houston, it would make sense. But y'all got something different going on there. Remember, on these, we rate the police on their tactics from one to 10, 10 being the highest, and the criminal on their risk level, one to 10, 10 being the riskiest. So a bunch of police officers respond to this call. This guy's got a knife and he's just walking around. Drop the knife. Put it down, dude. Fall back, fall back. Line up, line up, line up. Drop the knife. Drop the knife. Put it down. Back up, guys. Back up, guys. Back it up. Back it up. Drop the knife. 
Drop the knife! Drop the knife! So obviously this guy's walking around like Jason from Halloween. He wants to be shot. Simple as that. I really don't understand that. It has to be our media glorifying people who go around and try to get shot by police or do these mass shootings. Anyways, they take him out. Or at least they think they did. Put it down! Drop the knife! And they shoot him. So then this guy starts rolling like he's on fire. Drop it! Drop the knife! He's now, he's laying in front of the police car, and now he starts rolling on the ground like he's on fire. Now they've shot him center of mass, by the way, with a nine millimeter, just so I say it. And here it comes. He's spreading out his arms. He's laying flat on the ground. Seems like he's pretty much incapacitated at this point. Oh, he's up running. He's just taking off like no big deal. Oh my god. So this guy was shot a few times, takes a breather, somebody bring him a Gatorade, and then he just gets up and starts walking like nothing happened. Literally, he is walking down the road like he's on a Sunday stroll. What do you think of that? First thing that comes to mind, I'll bet everybody's thinking the same thing. He's vaxxed. <laughs> Again, this account is heavy-duty country. Heavy-duty country. Go check it out. Man, this is like, this is crazy. So this is a total zombified individual. He does look like a zombie too in there. Okay, so this goes on. I'm not going to play any more of it. But this goes on, and then they tase him. And the dude falls flat on his face. I mean, when they tase him, he locks. His whole body locks like a board, and he falls flat on his face. And then he gets up and starts fighting again like no big deal. Man, I'm telling you. So I don't know, maybe someone has to say he had body armor, maybe. But I don't know if you understand that when you get hit with body armor, you're still hurt. Body armor doesn't stop the damn pain. It just stops the bullet from going into your body. It's like serious, serious pain. So I don't know what they got going on down there. Of course, you know me, I'm going to say that he's vaxxed because it makes a better story. This is what the vaxxed zombies look like. I don't know what he's got. Holy cow. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe he was a clone, too. Maybe he was a cyborg. I don't know. We got all sorts of weird stuff in our world. I'll tell you that right now. Hey, for those of you that are driving a Tesla, ooh, I think I got some bad news for you. So this is a, this right here is a story from a guy who's pulled up to a Tesla recharging station, and he's noticing that the Tesla pumps are getting put out of commission by what he discovers is the owner take a listen all right so this is out right here there's a bag on it this one's out also in beaver and utah in this one and this guy is lb he the owner of the property you own it all so is tesla telling you to put the bags on here no but they're not they haven't paid me rent since since november of last year holy moly they're supposed to be paying me rent for each charging station they have paid me nothing. So you're gonna... They will not answer my email. They won't answer my phone calls. They will do nothing. 
So therefore, nobody's charging on them until they start paying me what they owe me. So I'm charging on that one over there. You going to back those ones up soon too? I will eventually. Okay. All right. There you go. So he was taking like big vinyl all-weather bags and he's pulling them over the pumps and it just says out of commission call Tesla. And he was doing it to every one of them and his it looks like he has a like a quick stop. And he was doing it right there. So and then you got another video today of somebody driving in downtown LA. Here's another weird one. So they were there it looked like on Saturday, okay? In fact, it was Saturday. There's no traffic in downtown LA. Now, I realize downtowns can get a little scarce on Saturday, so it's not entirely accurate, but there was supposed to be this massive protest. Not only was there, there was no traffic, all the stores on Saturday were boarded up. This is like two or three blocks from the downtown high-rise section of LA. Homeless people everywhere. And Tesla charging stations all up and down the street with nobody parked at them. So I'm just I'm just pointing these things out. This is weird because I, someone just wrote this. That's impossible. L.A. question mark. I know I've been there. That's why you know I just know that sometimes cities clear out on the weekend, especially on Fourth, but not in L.A. Literally no traffic. This guy's. He, this is the same guy that does these videos from. I can't think of his name right now, but he does these great videos from D.C. He just walks around D.C. and he talks about what he sees. And he's out there in L.A. right now driving around taking documented documented footage. So all I'm saying, Patriots, is we're in kind of a weird time right now. I don't know if you've noticed. Like, I still can't answer the question like, okay, how come we can't fill the jobs? Because I, I get the fact that they say nobody wants to work. I'm still struggling with that because you may not want to work, but there's not enough money coming from the government to pay your rent. So what is that? What is going on? Someone just mentioned it was Richard. I think that's it. I think his name is Richard. I don't know the guy that did the video. And I can't think of his name right now. But anyway, good good video, good coverage too. So here's another one. Talk about this one from another strange bit of news you won't hear anywhere else. Well, I mean, as far as you won't hear in the mainstream media. Here's some news that you guys should actually know about. Because we know the media won't ever cover this. This is John Magafui, former president of Tanzania, died March 17th, 2021. This is Hamed Bakayoko, former prime minister of the Ivory Coast, dead March 10th, 2021. This is Jovanel Moise, former president of Haiti, died July 7th, 2021. This is Pierre Amadougan Kali, the former prime minister of Ivory Coast, died June 6th, 2020. This is Ambrose Dalamin, former president of Eswatini, died December 13th, 2020. This is Andrew Rajalina, president of Madagascar, and he just survived an assassination attempt. Can you guess what they all had in common? Except for all dying within a year of each other, they all denied the vaccines in their country. I'm sure it's just a coincidence. Just a coincidence, that is. Pretty crazy. So we've got some weird stuff going on in our world. At the time when we're looking at reclaiming our republic and all the weirdness keeps pouring out. So, man, I don't know what to say other than keep our prayers up and keep focused on resetting this nation. Because somehow, whatever is happening, we're getting the, the weirdest art of weird is in the surface now. And for those that love, like, sci-fi stuff, 
this would make an amazing sci-fi film. I swear I would I would call it like uh, Rise of the of the Tunnel Zombies or something. And it's just like they've crawled out of the deep underground tunnels and they're out walking on the streets now and who knows. <laughs> That's the film for the year. Bards Bards presents Deep Underground Zombies. They have come to your home. Prepare because the invasion has begun. That'd be pretty good, actually. Pretty good film. Obviously, we're having kind of a casual night here because it's a casual day. And just kind of doing around the horn on some interesting stuff in news, which we just, sometimes we just need to do. And, of course, the one of the most amazing, actually one of the most mind-staining, I said that intentionally, mind-staining videos I've seen today was Rhode Island State Senator Tiara Mack, a Democrat, who decided it would be a good idea to do a video to encourage people to vote for her. And she's not a small woman. And I think you can get the idea with Tiara, who she is. And so she decides to stand on her head on the beach and give us a butt twerk to encourage people to vote for her. Hmm, I don't think I'm going to be able to rinse that one out. That is just awful. It's completely painful. Certain things we can't do. Of course, there was this incident that happened today, which I have not talked about all day, and I'm not going to give it any specifics other than we know that there was a false flag today in Illinois, which was in the suburbs of Chicago. And, of course, the minute that that incident happened, the mayor decided that, not the mayor, the governor, Governor Pritzker, immediately called for gun control. But let's not consider what's going on, in fact, with Chicago violence. So that's the most amazing thing is that we still, I'm going over to a site right now. If you don't know this site, you should. It's, it's called Hey, and this is the name of it, so just bear with me. It's called Hey Jackass. And this is the site that gives you all the current murders and shootings in Chicago. And it's insane. So the 200, <laughs> they do, they've got some creative statistics too. I don't know who does this digging. It's amazing. It always cracks me up. The 2022 shot placement. So out of everybody that's been shot, there was 85 killed by a headshot and 65 or 55 wounded by a headshot. 70 shot in the, in the chest that were killed. 70 were wounded. This is just this year, by the way. There were... 13 shot in the back, killed, 103 wounded. There were 13 shot in the face, killed, 52 wounded. There were 10 shot in the abdomen, killed, 71 wounded. There was 9 shot in the neck, killed, 24 wounded. 7 shot in the side, 24 wounded. In unknown or other locations, 110 killed and 867 wounded. This is just this year, just so I emphasize that. Year to date, shot and killed 309 people, 
shot and wounded 1,355, total shot 1,664, total homicides 338. That's in Chicago with the strictest gun controls in the entire nation. I really suggest you follow this site, by the way, because it is, I followed it for a long time. It is top notch. A person is shot every two minutes and 41 seconds. I'm sorry, every two hours and 41 minutes, my error. Two hours and 41 minutes. And a person is murdered every 13 hours and four minutes in Chicago. Crazy. So police involved shootings. Now remember, remember those totals I just gave you? So shot and killed year to date, just in, in just from May to this is five twenty seven to nine six. Summer of, they call it summer of joy. So July to date there's been twelve people killed and we're in the fourth day of July, and there's been 64 wounded and a total shot of 76. The summer of joy, which started on 527 and will end in 9-6, so far there's 89 people killed and 409 shot and wounded. And the total year to date is 309 shot and killed and shot and wounded is 1,355. Now, this is the crazy part. Police-involved shootings. In 2022, only one was shot and killed by the police, and only eight were wounded. Huh. Almost seems like there's a problem in the communities of Chicago. That's just amazing. Incredible. 265 males killed, 55 females killed. (laughs) And this one is the greatest statistic ever. The number of people that got shot in the junko meter, 16 to date, and the number of people that shot themselves, 28 to date. And the number of people that shot themselves in the butt or were shot in the butt, 64 to date. So can't really make that stuff up. <laughs> it's right there. I'm not, this is why I love this place. They have, he has the greatest, they have the greatest statistics you've ever seen. It's amazing. And that's what's going on in, in, in Chicago. So, you know, and then this is a suburb of Chicago today. And here's the deal. And it, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I start to, I, I don't talk about those things that happen because so many things don't immediately don't add up. Like a high production video that he did, which no one can explain. And I mean, production value is high. There's all sorts of weirdness. He's got a, a last name of Crimo, C-R-I-M-O. And I'm just, okay, just tell me the weirdness about this one. There is a app on the Apple store for your phone called Crimo, just like his last name, C-R-I-M-O. And what is it? It's love deduction games. Use your logic to solve puzzles and investigate gruesome murder cases. Now, what's the probability that you're going to have an app of the same name of an active shooter and it's going to investigate gruesome murder cases? Just saying. All right. This is like super strangeness. And that's and then, of course, you had this thing doesn't even get 
I mean, they haven't even picked the bodies off the ground yet. And Gavin Newsom's out here doing a, an ad talking about AR-15s and how deadly they are and how children shouldn't have them and how he's going to ban advertising for gun makers who are advertising to kids. Last time I checked, gun makers weren't advertising to children. But I will tell you who is. That's the gaming industry that's based in L.A. that funds Gavin Newsom as much as anybody else. So might want to maybe reel back the gaming industry, Gavin, or maybe that's a lawsuit. Do into others as you would do into yourself, something like that. So lots of strange stuff in the news on a what should be a just a quiet 4th of July, but we don't have really have quiet 4th of July or quiet anything anymore, especially when you've got a pedophile for a president, Groper and King, 10,000 flights delayed today. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, there's people. And the best, best, bestest of all today, this tops everything. At a hot dog eating contest, the hot dog eating champ, Joey Chestnut, was in the process of winning, which he still won the contest, by the way. I just want to, want to be clear here. Joey Chestnut was in the process of stuffing his face with hot dogs, a full face full of wieners, and an animal rights activist jumped in and tried to push him out of the way with a sign about save the animals or some damn thing. And with a mouthful of wieners, Joey Chestnut grabbed the environmentalist around the neck and choked him out and dropped him to the ground and still won the contest. That is a that guy is like savage. That's that's like American Patriot right there. <laughs> he just can't make it up. It's epic. I don't think he was vaxxed. But I'm telling you, that's superhuman stuff right there. That's just raw patriotism. We need a lot more of it. So those are the those are kind of around the horn of the great things in America today, along with some fantastic celebrations. And people just really at a point right now, I think the United States has really kind of come around to a point of like the big middle finger to Uncle Sam because we really don't care. And the only ones that are freaking out, by the way, I, I'm, this is my guess because I haven't taken an official survey, but my summation is because there was a stampede today somewhere down in Orlando because someone heard a false rumor about an active shooter. I will bet you that if you did a survey, you would find out that that stampede was all liberals freaking out because they live in the world of fearful, scared, and freak out. So... That's where we are in a nation that is literally in total insaneville right now. But here's the good news, and it is the good news. The good news is that God is with us. We're talking to him. We're praying to him. And so as I suggested today, and I think I did it last night, and I suggested it in both shows today. And what I'm going to encourage you to do, if you are so inclined, I'm going to be, and I'm not going to talk about it after today, but I'm going to be initiating a fast for three days in honor of Esther 416 because we're kind of at that point in this nation, in my opinion. And if you don't know Esther 416, 
Go gather all the Jews to be found in Susa and hold a fast on behalf and do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my young women will do fat, will also fast as you do. Then I will go to the king, though it is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. Profound statement in that told, that's when everything shifts in Esther. And she ends up, and the Jews get saved. Or actually, they save themselves. That's what's most profound, is they save themselves. They wake up and they save themselves. So I'm, I'm in, going to be fasting for three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And my choice of fasting is no food, just water. I'm not going to advise you how to fast. That's up to you. Fasting in this case can really be anything. It can be giving. If you don't feel like you can give up food, which is fine. You can give up something like coffee or whatever you do. But I'm, I'm going to encourage as many people to do this as we can. We've come off of an amazing two weeks with incredible Supreme Court rulings that are just God's gifts to us. Roe versus Wade, prayer back in the schools, or at least the start of that. Roe versus Wade, getting the control back to the states. The concealed carry issue, the EPA issue, all these are big. These are resetting the Constitution as it should be. And we've celebrated the weekend on the celebration of the founding of this country, the Declaration of Independence which we're now in the position to retake this republic. So I'm going to encourage you, if you can, to join in the fast as a thank you to God and a, and a prayer for our nation. And I might do a few rants, maybe. Who knows, in the next couple of days. So we'll see what happens. But I do think we should probably fast. That's, I mean, that's me talking, so. You decide. But you know, say something else on Roe versus Wade. I read this the other day and I had missed this and it's such a big deal. And you start to explain why they're freaking out so much. While at one time, we at one level, we see what's happened is it, it's pushed all of the abortion issues back to state level to be decided, which as you've heard me say, that's something that needs to be pursued at a county by county level as well. So we repl- replicate that. But here's the other one. And it's important to get this. Um, In addition to abortion, this is all now going to affect pharmaceutical fetal cell development because that goes back to the state level as well. So now you're starting to see the real craziness. And here's the other thing that's really insane right now, and it's the birth rates are just crashing around the world. And they're, they're crashing here, but they're really showing up in Europe. And Sweden is the big one to look at because Sweden did not do lockdowns. They allowed everybody to go out and do their thing, but they're heavily vaccinated. Sweden's, Sweden's birth rates are just crashing. So at the end of the day, we know pretty certain that the, most, the biggest part about this entire agenda was depopulation. And they did it in a couple of tiers, but the most effective way they've done it is they've apparently sterilized or messed up the genetics for reproduction and that seems pretty certain so it's going to be about the remnant resetting the world again i guess which is okay with me play stupid tricks win stupid prizes 
Patriots, you know, as much as we can can sit in and kind of shake our head, we it's not that we didn't try. We have tried valiantly, valiantly to really wake people up, and it is tragic. And it's very tragic because no one wanted to listen. And unfortunately, this is one of these things that no one will listen even yet until they start to realize what the real damage is that they've done to themselves. It's not something I've wished on anybody. But it's where we are. And this is now a time that we have to be very cognizant of our place and really extend the hand of God and healing and try to introduce people to a relationship with Jesus. And I feel very strongly about that. As difficult as it will be at times, we haven't even begun to hit the wave of realization yet, which is going to go through, again, the five steps of grief. Anger, denial, bargaining, depression, and ultimately acceptance. And through that process, if we can assist people in bringing them closer to Jesus, it's going to make their recovery and their reset in life not only better for themselves and the world, but overall just it's going to help heal them in a way that only Jesus can heal. And that's just something we got to keep before us in all this that we do. So on this fourth, in a 246 years since the signing of our Declaration of Independence, an amazing day to reflect upon on how much has passed in this nation, And it is a reflective point. We've had literally hundreds of thousands of young men, primarily, and some women, be slaughtered in wars. We've had hundreds of thousands of children and women and men across the world get slaughtered because of the wars we were in. We've had 55 million Children murdered from abortion. Some say as high as 70 million. It depends on what statistics you read. It's been a pretty dark 246 years. And yet, as we came into this weekend, God gave us the gifts of life back into the nation by striking down Roe versus Wade. Gave us the gift of concealed carry, the reaffirmation of the Second Amendment, struck down the ability for agencies to act outside the boundaries of the Constitution, gave the right back to a coach to pray on the sideline of the field after a game, which gets us prayer back in schools. It's been a pretty profound week. And it's something that we really need to reflect on and be thankful for. Because apparently in all of our frustration and all the people that are wandering out here trying to bemoaning the fact that we're, we're hopelessly lost, God doesn't think so. And I don't think so. So I think we need to pray. Father, we thank you for this night and we thank you for this day. A day to celebrate the birth of this nation the declaration that that established this nation and a day to thank you truly father for all the forgiveness and love that you continue to pour out upon us 
Father, tonight we, we pray for this nation on many levels. We pray for the healing of hearts and the years of sorrow that have been woven into the fabric of our histories from the deaths of, of countless wars, from people both here and foreign, to the countless lives that have been slaughtered in abortion, to the damage that's been done to our youth, past and present, to the ongoing ravages that drugs have played and crime plays on the lives of youth and families across this nation. And yet, Father, as we sit back and we look at all the things that are going wrong, homelessness, a political system that has become a tyranny, lawyers that are right out of the textbook of criminals, teachers who have lost their frickin' mind thinking that children should be groomed, In spite of all of that, Father, you still have extended your hand of grace and mercy and love. We humble ourselves before you tonight in in just humbled hearts. Words cannot fully describe, I think, what we truly feel and the love that you've poured out to us. Thank you. And those are two simple words that don't say enough. Father, we we just pray that our nation will have a chance. We pray for the continued awakening of the love for you. We pray that we can help this nation steer itself back to putting you back on the throne as was intended. We pray for mercy. We have a lot of things ahead of us and it's impossible for us to see what's going on or to see how we're going to get there or what's going to happen. But one thing we know, and we've been reminded time and again, is that we're standing on the rock of faith, that there isn't a worry for us to have, that if we'll just let go of concerning what's going to happen next and instead focus on the moment to live this fullness in every single day and breath, to appreciate the gifts that you're pouring out before us, to stop consternating on what's to come or what's going to happen or what it's all, how it's all going to come together. There's too much of that. We pray for our fellow patriots that are locked into these idolatries of, of a letter or a president. We just pray for people to start pulling back and getting closer and closer to you to see things for what they are clearly to pursue what you give us in terms of wisdom and grace, and eyes to see, and ears to hear. And to appreciate the fact that we can't walk alone without you. So Father, as we say these things in prayer, we also pray that you'll continue to guide us to be that shining example, that light on the hill, for others to look up and see, to be attracted to, to be drawn to, not because we're unique, but because through us the light of Christ shines that they'll be seeking out Jesus to find fulfillment, repentance, and a rebirth. Father, for those that are dying, for the, whether they're evil or not, 
politicians, Hollywood stars, whatever they've done, we do have a prayer that they will seek Jesus in repentance. Justice is yours to give. It isn't for ours to dole. But we can pray for their souls. And it's not easy, Father. It's not easy to pray for many of these because they are have done greater evils than we can imagine. And yet, we're reminded again and again that we must pray for our enemies. And so we do. Because we know that for every one of them that seeks Jesus, their ranks deflate and our ranks strengthen. And that we could defeat this army without a single raising of a sword of steel. As long as the sword of the Spirit reigns true. So Father... On this day, a blessed day of this nation, a reminder of what is ahead by looking to the past to remember what was given and what was sacrificed. We pray for the strength ahead to walk boldly, to walk fearlessly, and to never quit, no matter how much the odds, to never forget that we are here with you, not of this world, but here to climb that narrow gate as we seek life through our love and commitment through our King, Christ Jesus. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, Patriots, it's a, it is the one thing that every one of us is going to have to take a big gulp on. And I don't mean a 7-Eleven one either. But it's not easy praying for your enemies. But we're going to have to. Because if there's one weapon that we possess that's greater than any weapon in the entire world, it's prayer and forgiveness. It's more lethal than a nuclear bomb. And it may be one-on-one or it may be collective. But if we launch that one, There is nothing that will disarm them faster than the true power of forgiveness and prayer. That's where Jesus steps in. And boy, I'll tell you, that can be a that can be a smackdown right there. So I hope you all had a very blessed day. I hope you had a time with family over the weekends. I hope you had whatever you chose to do. It makes no difference. Whatever you choose to do, chose to do. I think that's the greatest thing about our nation is when we truly live in sovereign ways, we can live the way we want. But the difference is I'm not trying to export it to you or you're not trying to export it to me. You know, the one story of this whole weekend that stood out to me most of all is the story of the black robes, what they also call the black regiment. And what really struck me is that here you had all these pastors and ministers from different denominations, and every single one of them stayed true to their denomination. And yet all of them came together on a common cause to fight under a single flag, to fight a common enemy of tyranny. That's the greatest definition of who we are right there. And at the time, 
which was 1775-67. In that time, that example was being made by the people that should be making it, which were the men of the cloth. There wasn't a denominational fight trying to get their pews filled. Under this garbage about who's going to raise more money in the offering plate, these were true pastors and true ministers. There was no such thing as a 501c3 then. They didn't have big corporate churches. They were accountable to the people and they saw their mission directly connected to the people. And when we get back to that, if we can get back to that, and I believe we can, but it's not going to come through the normal routes. You can't be looking through these temples of offering plates to find the solution. It's going to be the small churches. It's going to be the home churches. And that's the strength. And as we reclaim that strength and we bring back the true relationship with God and Jesus in our lives, in our homes, that's the sort of commitment that started this nation. And I so admire it. So the one thing that we can take out of this weekend, if there's anything that stands out above all, is it was fantastic voices of God who were speaking to their congregations that led this nation to make the stand that needed to be made to draw a line a red line that they would not cross and confront evil face to face, first with the sword of the Spirit, but fearlessly when needed to raise the sword of steel. That's how this nation was won. That's how this nation will be reclaimed. And no one wishes for war, but as they say, if you want peace, prepare for war. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up, patriots. We're now into the offensive fight, and we've got a lot of months ahead of us to win, but we shall be victorious. God is with us. He'll never forsake us, and in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We're at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Pages, I'll see you tomorrow for Bended Knee. Until then or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Again, happy Fourth and Independence Weekend. And out for now. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too. All the nights Fight for all we had to lose Reaching out for something To pull us up to level ground Oh, I can see it now I can see it now We're on the edge of a moment But not over that Now we're diving in The light up ahead We're running to
Over the hill where the lost got found Reaching through somehow Oh, you're an island when the world is too loud When the seasons change I know the space between us will stay the same Resting on this faith When your soul answers calls far away Thank you. 